Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're welcome to this new episode on Youth Digest. It's your host, Great Ovie, and as the custom here at Youth Digest, we deliver new juicy episodes that open your eyes to the possibility of success every week. We are looking at our recent episode, the review of Tristan episode that talks about things that are uprooted, that are deep rooted, and you have to get over. Well, I don't want to talk about that much right now because today is a whole lot different ball game. Yeah, talking about ball game. In a recent episode, we talked about a lot the Champions League going further. That was the quarterfinals that just finished the first and second leg and we give instances on which team will come out of top. Well, with me here and with all my colleagues, and we are here to talk about what to expect going forward in this competition. So I would like to introduce, I have some of my very wonderful colleagues and guest speakers here today. So starting from the left, we have Tommy Odeway, and also also have Ozioko Chiso Martins. All right, so that's all. So we are going to go for a brief break, and we're going to come back. When we come back, we're going to get started. So don't touch that dial. Just be ready, because this is more of an entertainment bonus episode. So we know what exactly to expect going forward in the Champions League. Thank you very much. Okay, so you're welcome to this main section of this episode. Well, if you're here, it seems you are in for a lot of fun. All right, so I'm starting with the blockbuster match in the Champions League quarterfinals. That's the one that involved Bayern Munich versus Man City. Like I remember, you know, these colleagues there with me are kind of different from the ones that we had last time. But you all, like last time, we talked about how Tuchel was going to, well, like, can be. Pepper than once, someone like, like Abraham was there us last time. It was like Bayern had a very dynamic way of playing that could actually hold Man City. So I'll ask um, Mr. Chisum, what do you think about that match? The Manchester City versus Bayern, what do you think Bayern means? What do you think they did wrong and what happened? Um, first of all, I believe that. Bayern, they were scattered from the first start. They didn't have a coach. They sold their coach that was actually good. Meanwhile, I don't. Meanwhile, I don't really see why they would sell Nagelsmann. They now brought um, Tuchel to fill in the space. The team was really scattered at first, so I didn't think Man- um, Bayern had a chance. And Man City was on full form, so I knew Man City was going so to win. The guy also sold much for Bayern, Pamecano. In the first leg, although in the second leg he was trying to adjust, but Alan really did that guy dirty, like come on. There's nothing they could do again. But and either ways, though, that was also okay. Also, the scoreline, you notice that Bayern actually they they failed to score until the second leg. It was like it was really really embarrassing. Like they had issues in their team and they had faster players than Man City defense and everything. Like they're much more faster, but they won't be able to move. I saw the likes of Aki. Aki was solid. Systems in the midfield, inverted rule there was also very, very okay. You know, I'll be just fine. I mean, that's why I didn't ask him that first part. You know, I kind of slightly dodged it to Mr. Jesus. So the Chelsea fan, you know, you saw what Madrid did. I know you can say it's time and everything. What can you say about that match? Actually, actually, um, I know as fans supporting our individual clubs, I think 
um it is it is um very very justifiable like is we can easily justify that okay we have every right to support our club and like okay we'll always promote our club to win but every chelsea fan noting like the the form in which chelsea was before the match could attest to the fact that we were not ready and like we everybody knew that we were not in for a fight like that match was it was even decided even before the kickoff because real madrid was number one there they on um, not minding the fact that they are not even leading their their current their league, the La Liga, but like everyone knows that Real Madrid is current, currently in the form of their life. And so, and Chelsea, on the other hand, we've been battling seriously this season. So everybody knew what was going to happen in that match. We just wasn't like we just weren't sure about like the disgrace because number one, in the first leg, I don't think we scored yeah. a goal in the first leg, mm-hmm. even in the second, even in the second. So like that was that was total like total humility so like i don't know what happened yeah because you see the likes of club was like he's happy that what's happened is just actually proved that you cannot use money to exactly. fix the system exactly when they exactly themselves organization they know what who does what teamwork and everything actually like you know boost the system i myself you know i never actually i was actually disappointed with madrid in the first leg you know Chelsea had the red card and madrid did not punish them Actually, actually, and uh, like not even just like a regular player, it was a very important player in Chelsea, like in the team, Benchiro. So like, I was actually expecting some more like beating, but it is what it is. As well, right now, I am actually vouching for Madrid to go all the way. Okay, let's go to the other half of the of the, the road, like the road to the Champions League. We have Benfica and Inter Milan. Personally, I myself, I actually was vouching for Benfica to win because as an ex-PSG fan, Benfica showed us Benfica showed us in that group Shege like big time Shege. They won the group that PSG was in. PSG that was like, you know, they had the Lion Show of Champions League. But they weren't able to win first in their group. So when I saw Benfica enter, I was really what do you think about that? Um, Jason, what do you think about the scoreline? Were you expecting that? Or they, or they well let me not lie, I expected Inter Milan to win, but even if I expected Inter Milan to win, I didn't expect the score to be like 2-0. I, ex- I expected a tough match, like 3-2, 4-3. I expected it to be tough, I didn't expect 2-0 at the first leg. Although the second leg, they really tried, but they just couldn't do it. Okay, well, the thing is that after the first leg, that Inter Milan won. Initially, I felt that it was going to be like a, a Haram football. Inter Milan and Haram football. They are 3 5 3 formation. That is Haram. <laughs> I was really expecting to see something like that, but they actually played. Benfica actually played two in the second leg, a 3 3 draw. And also, we saw the like of AC Milan Napoli. Like this is what they call psychological trauma. Why do I say so? Because AC Milan and Napoli, they faced in. They faced three times in 14 days, if I'm not mistaken. And those three meetings, AC Milan piped. Like, they beat Napoli hands down. What can you say about that, Sacharami? Like, what's the mentality of the players? If probably the result of failure will cover Osimen that cost it. Yeah, actually, that's actually what I was about to say because, number one, you know that because Osimen is a very important player in Napoli. I'm not saying Napoli does not have like other important players like Varaskelia and them, they like sport. I feel like as a striker, 
like there's little a club can do without a striker who has been functioning well in time like before like in previous matches so i believe that amosimen's absence in that first leg cost a lot because they were you will see that there were even lots of chances in the first leg but there was nobody to utilize it to not utilize properly and then even even in the second leg i believe that um napoli played well napoli played well in the second leg but um i believe varskelia varskelia is a very good player but he actually cost i won't say he cost the team um the the um, i won't i won't say i won't put the blame entirely on varskelia but like your number one he, he wasted lots of chances and um also the penalty he missed so but I'm sure by now, I'm sure he would have learned from his mistakes and going forward, I believe Napoli will be a very team, um, a, a team to beat in the near future. Yeah, that's so that's going to attribute me to hype Isimani. It's probably Isimani is probably going to go the way that finals, looking at how it is. And how do you pronounce that guy's name, Self? Because... Kamadeo Skela. I saw a video of Aguero on his, on his podcast trying to pronounce the guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> like well anyhow but looking at the whole scenario now i will actually the highest goal scorer obviously obviously i'm going to be looking at talent maybe benzema step up too because all of these people i'm looking at and they are both facing each other next so we don't know what to expect even looking at today's match you see Rodri didn't play today stones didn't play today he of his players um which other um team real madrid also benzema didn't play in their last match so yeah, so I'm actually I'm actually looking at this guy actually taking everything, master actually winning it, then probably face <laughs> Milan. I don't know how it's gonna happen. So well, Milan, of course, like, of course. What, what do you think, John? What do you think? Um, Milan is a very unpredictable team. It's Milan. They're very they're very unpredictable. Like we saw what they did to Napoli, and uh, even in the group stage matches, we saw what they did. So. On the other hand, I really don't because the, with the kind of caliber of players um Inter Milan has, like they have um, Lotaro. I've not really been watching Inter Milan, like I've not watched any Inter Milan match this season, but I still believe even the name Inter Milan, like they, sh- they should still be able to do, they should still be able to do something. Like there was the the, match, the Coppa Italian match that Inter Milan played. I can't remember who they played against. I don't, know, I can't remember actually. I don't remember whether it was Juventus or something. But there was just one goal, and that goal by Di Marco was very, 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 very unique. That run he made from that side, I don't know if you watch the highlight, just check that, that run he made. And that was the only goal of the match, the rest they just defended, around football. And that is the that is the kind of ball that if Inter Milan should score one and they play that around football, I don't think AC Milan can really penetrate that. AC Milan plays mostly through encounters, Rafael Leal, all those stones and everything, but Inter, they press, they ensure they use the width very well. And anything that makes Inter Milan to score first, that's the end. <laughs> That's the end. So it's not just ensure they probably win set piece and penalties and all that. So well, I don't think we really have much to say compared to the quarterfinals when we had a lot of teams to actually discuss. We don't really have much to say right now. But for the total, like the teams you are pushing for the finals, let's um, get. Who do you think is going to get to the finals? Because from the left side, I'm looking at. Um, that's this side, that's Real Madrid, um, what am I saying? Man City actually going to get it, but it will not be a very easy contest because Real Madrid, they have this strong, this strong mentality like that. So what, what do you think about Well, I can see Manchester Inter Milan final. That is what I can see, Manchester City Inter Milan. Because I, if you notice well, I believe Manchester City, one major 
thing that affects Manchester City is Guardiola's like I won't call it overconfidence because and played uh, like he played a role in last um, last seasons Manchester City versus Real Madrid because as you can see Manchester City was leaving was leading with at least two goals I think then Guardiola took away De Bruyne like some of his major players. And you also know that Manchester City, there was no, there was no Ireland. So I think this season there's like there's a lot of things, lot of things have changed. Um, Ireland is here. Um, Grealish is on form. We have Rodri, who is like on very top form. And of course, Guardiola won't repeat his mistake again. So I believe Manchester City is a is a team to watch out for. Then on the other hand, Inter Milan, I believe Inter Milan too should, like I said earlier, Inter Milan should be able to do something. Okay, so looking at that Inter Milan, I forgot a variable. AC Milan's goalkeeper, uh, Mike Magnan, that guy is, that guy he makes his, his world class, like right now he's number one goal in France. Well, does it give your, your, your view on who you think is going to get to the finals? Well, I think finals is going to be Man City, Inter Milan. But I won't lie. I really want Inter Milan to win this Champions League because oh, it's been long. <laughs> I feel like they are going to win it. Yeah. Wow, wow. I don't know. It sounds doesn't sound real. Can even beat the meet Man City and probably people that think it. You can collect <laughs> because looking at their both formations now, Pep on paper, Pep on paper is probably for this. But anyhow, <laughs> yeah, that's. So, who do you vouch for? You vouch for Inter Milan to actually win the league, yes. the Champions League? Yes. Okay, um, John, who do you vouch for? I vouch for Manchester City, of course. Ah, obviously. Manchester, Manchester City. What will come here and see who's going to win that. But my own part, I vouch for Manchester City because they are the favourites, they are on form. Even the, the, today, today that, that they played, that they lead, they considered one good lead. Just as they missed penalty, going to miss penalty, they considered to lead. And wow, that was. Well, apart from that, I feel Man City on a very, very good day they can win this year. But defensive error can still happen to them. Yeah, I think and everything and all that. Well, I believe we've talked at length about what to expect. We're not going to make this real long because we don't have a lot of teams. It's just four teams that are exactly. in the paper. So we can't <laughs> speak about everything. Unless you want to include what is happening in the leagues and everything. But at least you know most of the league winners already. seen Barcelona closing on it. Napoli has won already. We are seeing uh, PSG. Premier League is looking. It's looking. I don't know. I'm still seeing Man City. I'm, I'm still Man City getting the treble. Of course, yes. of course. Like, this treble, they, yeah, they yeah. get the Champions League. Because Arsenal right now, their confidence level is kind of shaky. How do you see Haaland for the Ballon d'Or? Uh, that's less than next year because Messi has won the World Cup. Exactly. The World Cup is a very big factor. A very big factor. And he won the playoff. Like, not just winning the World Cup, it was playoffs like the tournament. So, Messi has the Ballon d'Or. Probably from next one, they can start because I mean, Messi probably wants to go to Saudi Arabia. You know, may probably want to go there. So, maybe next the next Ballon d'Or might be between Haaland and I can't say Mbappe because as long as in PSG, I don't think he has any any hope. And Mbappe, Mbappe, Mbappe should just go to Prem. That's Prem or Real Madrid. I'm moving here right now that they are making Mbappe the captain next season. They're really, they're really, really relinquishing Marquinhos and Kimpipi so that Mbappe will be the first. They're just tying him down there. In my own case, he should go to Real Madrid. What's your view on Neymar? Neymar, well, what's his future club? Neymar, as, like I said, as an ex 
PSG fan. Neymar, I, I can't really say. Did you hear this rumor about like Neymar going to Newcastle? Like, yeah, yeah, I saw it. But the coach was like, the they don't really have. They want to get players that have not yet blown, but are still coming up. Eddie Hall said that. So we don't know if Neymar. But if Neymar goes, they're actually fitting with the profile as a left winger because Newcastle could need left winger. They have Amir on the right. They have Callum Wilson. Yeah, but Jackson. he has Maximum on the left. He said Maximum is also injury prone, and they, he also plays the same way as Neymar, kind of. You get so you actually fit Neymar actually fit into that profile. So um, I don't has been playing left wings while um Saint Maximum was away like who was Amiron was, was, was also injured. Amiron was on the right. Amiron was on the right, so like okay, can be Jonathan. Jonathan was in midfield, right? Yeah, Jonathan was in midfield. I really can't remember but it can it can maybe Isaac. Yes. Isaac. Isaac plays in nine at times. He can also play wing also. Now, Wilson is more of a name, so I don't really know. I don't really, I'm not really conversing Isaac. Yeah, but Isaac, Isaac is actually a very good, inspired signing. I can't lie. That assist he gave this guy, what's his name? Is it Joe Willock or that man that he took out many players in the line and everything? So I don't really, I don't really know how that one also set his play into. Well, so I believe most of the league are actually rounding up and. We hope to see the best. Probably this week we'll watch and see who gets to the finals and we know who is the champion of Europe. But mind you, as of now, I'm not I'm not a fan of any team. I'm probably on, on retirement on leave. So as time goes on, I would I would look at the team to actually support. So if you have any other thing to say to the listeners, like or you want them to watch out for the prediction. Yeah, just want everybody to watch out for Manchester City. Manchester City. I just pray. I just pray the final day won't fall on our exam day because I really want to watch it for like so like exam period. I just really just oh, June 10. I think we'll be done with exams by then. I think so. So if, even if we are resting exam, I go watch them. I go watch them. I go watch them. Uh, anyhow, well, that's that's a wrap up on today's episode. I believe I actually had enough to be just ranting and talking here and there, but you should get the main just you can help majority banking on Man City and Inter Milan to play in the finals because from our analysis and everything, we're looking at Man City and Inter Milan. Well, we called it a close, and we would like to thank you all for listening and sticking with us. And also, don't forget to send your your reservations, your replies to our Spotify, because that's the only way the features are available right now. I'm not sure Apple Podcast does that. So if you want to reach the host, you want to say something, you want to get probably a topic, you want to listen to, because my most listening topic right now was actually a topic that was inspired. Like someone told me, I want, to, I, want to, I want to talk about this topic. And I did an episode on it, and wow, it skyrocketed. A lot of people have been listening to it. So you want to want the host talk about something that you are not really sure of, you can reach us through that link. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.